Today is episode 9 of the medley, All Things Appleby. This week's episode is sponsored by Okies, where every price is negotiable. I'm Dave Sakonic, huddled in our newly wallpapered studio in the Appleby Grove at Lakefront Productions on June 4th. Today we have a taped interview from 1974 with former English teacher and junior school head, Mr. David Skindour, about our second headmaster, Percival Wickens, a remarkable man in his own right. We also have musical performances from the Jimmy Lunsford Band, Senior 2 Laura Bortman, and the Arrogant Worms. Finally, we have some inspirational thoughts from our three school directors, Ms. Kirkpatrick, Mr. Patterson, and Mr. Moores. But to begin, as we move further and further away from listening to radio in favor of podcasts, I came across this radio commercial gem from Stan Freeberg in 1959. Stan is arguably one of the finest advertising geniuses and was known for stretching one's minds. He used this ad to promote radio by showing how easy it was to roll a giant cherry into Lake Michigan just by using sound effects in a great imagination. Radio? Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Cue the Air Force. Okay, 25,000 cheering extras. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Doesn't television stretch the imagination? Up to 27 inches, yeah. That certainly does stretch one's imagination. So, now let's drift back to 1974 when Randy Smy, class of 62, interviewed Mr. David Skindur upon his retirement after 40 years of teaching here at Appleby. Mr. Durer is speaking about Appleby's second headmaster, Percival Wickens, who sadly died three years into his first term. Our guest retired in 1934, in June of 1934, and I went out there in September of 1934, and P. Wickens had been appointed headmaster. Now, he was so, a most... You didn't know Mr. Guest as a... Well, I knew of him. I knew of yeah. him. But he was a dynamic person, from what they tell me. He used to come in once in a while after I was there and, and sort of nose up in the air, look around. And okay, when Wiggins took over in 34, there were 64 boys in the school. This was in the throes of the Depression. So re- and, I, and I think that Guest saw the handwriting on the wall and... Uh, he retired legitimately. I swear, I don't think he was 65. Really? Okay. He was quite young. Yeah. He retired because it was pretty discouraging. You see, in 28 and 29, uh, they were very strong, particularly in the West. They had 110, 120 boarders, and a whole car would come down from Winnipeg, carload. They'd rent a railway car, and they, they'd charter it, and the boys, and they'd park it on the siding so they'd get off. Just well, for all the Appleby boys Yeah, from these West. were all Appleby boys from Winnipeg. Yeah, for some reason, it was a great stronghold out there. The Nantons and the... And, and Wickens took over in... In 34, and he had a bad, very difficult time. There were, see, there were very few boys. Mm-hmm. And he 
It's just the, the economics of the thing, eh? Mm-hmm. And he'd been with Appleby for quite some time. Oh, yes. Time. He'd come. He'd, he was... He was in the Navy during the war. He was an Englishman in the Navy during the war, and he taught, I think, at Albert College for a while, and then he came to, to Apple. And he was a, a very outstanding school teacher. He was a first-class math teacher. The kids will tell you that they what Wiccans taught them, they knew. And he had, those days, of course, they had junior and senior matric. The math, Wiccans taught. Mr. Guest taught the English. And Whittington and taught science. science. And Mr. Colley taught... Latin. When, when Mr. Colley came, he came... Well, he came before the war, and then came returned after the war. He went overseas. That's right, yeah. And then he took over the Cadet Corps and was... Yes, and they won, they won uh, the Ontario Cadet Shield or yeah. Cup time and time again. Mm-hmm. What, what uh, Wickens was only there for? He was only headmaster. Head he master. died in 37. He... Uh, he had a mole on his wrist. He went in to have it taken off, and apparently was diagnosed as yes. cancer. But they thought they thought they had it, so he came back, and he it was pathetic, really. He just went down like that. He wouldn't give up, and uh, he died just before, just after, just as school closed in June. I think mm-hmm. it was. He had no relatives in this country at all. Sort of a a mystery, really. What did the uh, What did the boys think of? Wickens was he a very sort of erect, uh, oh, yeah. sort of person? But uh, again, because of his uh, of his naval training and the fact that he could do anything, he was a good cricketer, good and a good coach of cricket, yeah, which is quite difficult to do. Um, and he coached football, hockey. He could do anything, and uh, and uh, I think the boys looked up to him and admired him tremendously. And then on top of that, of course, he had this tremendous ability to keep kids. Even you talk, I've talked to old boys and said I was utterly stupid in maths, but Wickens got me through, and I got first-class honors. That was alumnus Randy Smy interviewing former teacher Mr. Dewar in 1974 about headmaster Percival Wickens. Next up, one of the top performing acts of the Great Depression, Jimmy Lunsford and the Harlem Express from 1937, performing for dancers only. His band played for thousands of dance enthusiasts in ballrooms and dance halls across America and Europe. <laughs>
Interestingly, Jimmy Lunsford's band toured Europe extensively but had to return in the fall of 1939 at the outbreak of the Second World War. So last week, I asked Ms. Kirkpatrick, Mr. Patterson, and Mr. Morris to share some inspirational thoughts with our community as we head into the summer holidays. Here are their reflections. Hello, middle school. I just want to wish you all the best as you enter into the final week, two weeks of our remote learning. I want to say thank you to all of you for making this year such a positive experience for us all. Rachel, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for making the grade band so fun, including creating all these fun activities for us to do from crazy hair day to um, bringing your dogs to, and pets to the great band, to all the senior one leaders for continuing to do the leadership as well and creating jokes for us to laugh at during great band and to all the home form advisors for all your amazing support as well. Couldn't have done this without you. And to all the middle school uh, faculty too as well. Thank you for your amazing support, your patience, your teaching. And middle school, I wanna wish you all the best during the summer vacation you deserve it you worked really hard you kept everything positive and thank you for everything have a wonderful summer Shane wishes you a wonderful summer as well and we will see you guys back in September take care bye well hey there upper school it's mr. Patterson here with your year-end address of sorts uh, I would start by saying well that was weird. Uh, I'd say that was, a, that was a weird year. I mean, it started off uh, in all the normal ways with orientation and welcoming our new upper one and upper two students into upper school. Uh, we had some uh, tomogamy trips for grade nine. There is walkathon, there's service things. Uh, then we get into like December assessment week. Uh, then we, you know, we had guest speakers. There were service opportunities, like I said. There was amazing achievements in sports and arts. There's winter tomogamy. There was community weekends. There was amazing grade bands, sometimes wildly entertaining, uh, and sometimes, well, you got a muffin at the end. Uh, and uh, we had the amazing work of our good friend Blake Latimer as our prefect, and it was just, it was just great. And then, um, then we had March break, and so there was some, some trips on the March break. There was also some trips in December, and then uh, world kind of went a little bit uh, pear-shaped after that, but we figured it out. Um, you all worked so hard during the remote learning stage. You asked questions, you stayed focused, you reached out to your teachers, you asked your teachers how they were doing. Um, there were all these uh, small and large acts of kindness in your within your families, within your immediate communities, and uh, really around the world. So you did a fantastic job. Um, I'm really, really proud of you. I'm proud that we made it through all of this. We can look back on this in many years and say, yeah, 2020, that was weird, but, uh, but we did it. So my wish for you is to have a wonderful summer. I can't wait to get Back and welcome more new students. So please stay safe, stay strong, and stay Appleby. Hey Appleby and senior schoolers. This quarantine has definitely been tough on all of us and not the way we envisioned the year ending. We know being at home is tough on everyone, so now is the time to continue to dig deep and be kind. Be kind to your little brother or sister, do little things around the house like that can help out your parents, like setting the table for dinner or doing laundry. Take time for yourself, do the things you love. Try picking up a new hobby like playing an instrument, doing crafts, or drawing and get outside each and every day. That's a must. Take a hike, kick a ball, walk the dog, just get outside. As we approach summer break, take some time to reflect on the things which this pandemic has taught you. Maybe it's taught you to enjoy every day and be present in the moment. 
Maybe you've learned new skills like time management or how to be resilient. Maybe you learned how to cook, sew, garden, who knows? Or maybe you developed the skill of positive self-talk. Maybe you, uh, you tried some new dance moves and be, have become TikTok famous. I'm sure all of us have something we have learned through this 12-week lockdown. But don't forget, we miss you. We miss your energy, enthusiasm, unique talents, and abilities. We wish you all the best for an amazing summer. Stay safe, stay healthy, and can't wait to be back together again soon. Their heartfelt thoughts are truly appreciated at this time in our lives. Next, Senior 2 Laura Vorman kindly sent me her rendition of the song Hallelujah, written by Canadian Leonard Cohen. Enjoy. Secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, and the major lift. The baffled king composing Hallelujah. You need a proof You saw her bathing on the roof Her beauty and the moonlight overthrew you She tied you to her kitchen chair She broke your throne and she cut your hair And from your lips she drew the hallelujah
Definitely one of my favorite songs of all time. Well, that's the show for today, and we'll be back for the final episode of Season 1 in 7 Days. Today is National Cheese Day, a tribute to the great Canadian Holstein cow and the cows that roamed the Appleby campus from 1911 to 1935. We're going to end the podcast with the song Proud to be Canadian by the Arrogant Worms, featuring our own Mr. Chris Patterson. Stay safe. Stay well. country Canada is north of the USA our maritimes are lovely and our prairies give us hay you might think you Yankees are better than us Canucks but we don't need no microchips inside our hockey pucks Disney World, and you keep it very clean. We don't have Bob Dole, we can drink when we're 19. We may want your TV shows for hours and hours and hours. We'll give you Alan Thick, but Shania Twain is ours. Proud to be Canadian. Strangers are better, feel our curse. It's cool in many ways to be Canadian. We won't say that we're better, it's just that we're less worse. Your beer is not too tasty and your weather can't be beat. We all fly south in the winter time to escape the snow and sleet. We're pleased to say that we've enjoyed all your southern charms. But we get sunburned when we exercise the right to bear our arms. Proud to be Canadian. We're awfully nice to strangers. Our manners be our curse. It's cool in many ways to be Canadian. We won't say that we're better. It's just that we're less worse. Alanis Morris and she is our latest pride and joy. She used to sing about high school dancers and chasing after boys. But now she is fed up and about as angry as can be. She's got one hand in her pocket and the other's on guard for thee. If we're less worse Pick it up, pick it up